chance. Yenmark down the middle, scores! Matias Yenmark, short-handed goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lvsportsnetwork.com. Puck comes out high, Watt gets the puck, off to the races, into the zone, the righty, right circle, backhander, he scores! What a move! Nicholas Watt gets the Knights back in the lead! is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas, Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace hanging out at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. You know what that means. It's a Monday. We are here every Monday, 4 to 6 and we've got tickets. We are hooking you up. If you come down here, put your name in the hopper, you can win Vegas versus the Capitals versus Washington later on this month. That's the tickets. That's the giveaway. That's what we got going on here. And if you win those tickets, you will be entered into our end-of-season giveaway. It's a jersey giveaway, so you do not want to miss out. You want to get down here. You want to say hello to me, and you want to take advantage of everything going on at the underground lounge besides awesome music like i've been here for a while the music it, it hits every single time but there's vgk drink specials three dollar bacardis new amsterdam's and jim beams plus bud buckets five for ten dollars come on it's a no-brainer get down here say hello hang out with me i'm here at the underground lounge inside the oil hotel and casino and chris chapman is back inside our finley chevrolet fox sports las vegas studios finley chevrolet on the 215 Home of the... Woo! Okay, Chapman. So um, before we get to phone calls, and we're going to open it up to your phone calls like we do every single Monday here from the OIO. We want to hear from you. We want to know where you're at right now with this Golden Knights hockey team that that has the chance in front of them to tie the Los Angeles Kings in points in their next game now granted la they're going to play on tuesday just like the vegas golden Knights. so even if vegas wins la wins you still have that opportunity looming in front of the vegas golden knights to pull into a tie with the los angeles kings over the stretch run here and that would be massive for the vegas golden knights we want to get your thoughts on where vegas is right now also the news coming out today that mark stone will travel on this three-game road trip. Usually you're not traveling unless you're going to play. So the intention seems to be that Mark Stone will be suiting up for the Vegas Golden Knights as early as tomorrow, but at some point over this three-game road trip, that's massive for a Vegas Golden Knights team that is trying to push for the playoffs. We're also going to really dial in to the playoffs. The power play to the playoffs that's coming up in uh in hour number one we're also going to get to our play of the day we've got one timers game ratings it's a full show on a monday afternoon believe me there's plenty plenty to talk about when it comes to the vegas golden knights when it comes to the los angeles kings when it comes to who we think is going to be the team that opens the door most for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number. This is your segment. It is what we do every single week to keep ourselves honest, to, to be talking about what it is that's important to you as fans of this Vegas Golden Knights hockey team. There are nine games left in the regular season. We want to know where you're at. 702-876-1340. Give Chris a call and let's get you on because 
you know, for me, I look at this as one of those interesting moments for the Vegas Golden Knights, for, their, for the franchise, everything. You have an opportunity to make the playoffs for the fifth consecutive year. When you look at the injuries that the Golden Knights have gone through over the course of this season, it would be easy. It would be easy for the Golden Knights with nine games left to not be in the playoff picture. When you have gone for the stretches that the Vegas Golden Knights have gone without Mark Stone, without Max Pacioretty, without Riley Smith, without Alec Martinez and Braden McNabb and missing your number one goaltender, I'm telling you, the fact that the Golden Knights are here, the fact that the Golden Knights are right there is massive. It's massive. And it's a testament to the coaching job that Pete DeBoer has done. It's a testament to the players that have come in. And while there might be some moments, some parts of the season that have left something to be desired, this team has battled and they have fought. And frankly, other teams in this position would not be pushing for the playoffs like this. I'm just telling you right now, they wouldn't. And for the Golden Knights, the fact that they're here, that means something to me. It's important, and they have put themselves in a really good position, mostly because the L.A. Kings have taken a step back. 702-876-1340 is the number. Uh, We do want to just pass on one note here before we get to your phone calls. Uh, uh, On Friday, Darren Millard was in a bike accident. He is back home. He is doing better. And he will be with us again on this program as soon as he possibly can. Right now, the most important thing that Darren can do is rest up because there's going to be some important hockey games down the stretch here. So send all of your well wishes and all of your healing abilities to Darren Millard. Um, He is just a massive part of this show, one of the best in the business. Um, So we're going to do our best in the meantime. To, to keep this engaging and keep it fun and, and do what we can in Darren's absence. But I promise you, he'll be back sooner than later because he lives for these conversations. He lives for these shows. And, you know, Chris Chapman's probably going to do some things that Darren's going to listen to and have to uh, have a little bit of a reckoning with Chapman when he gets back. 702-876-1340, live from oil. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, I can't wait. Is there any truth to the rumor that they're putting Darren on LTIR to make room for Stone? That, that, is, that is not a true, that is not ah. a true rumor. That is... That is that is funny, but not true, no. <laughs> it wouldn't free up enough salary cap anyway. I'm sure he'd be the first to tell you. I don't know At about any- that. I don't know about that. <laughs> At any rate, here's the thing about the King, okay? We finally have a team where we have a game in hand. We have nine left. They have eight left. So this is a nice situation to be in for a change. Now, the question I have is this. If everything goes as it has been going and we gain that two points and we tie the king, now we have the same number of games left in the season and we play them out, and then we're tied for third at the end of the season. Well, these two teams are two and two against each other in the regular season. So who gets the third spot? Well, so the the order of tiebreaker, Mike, in the NHL, it's actually going to benefit the Vegas Golden Knights. It'll go to the team that has more regulation wins. And then if those two numbers are tied, regulation overtime wins, and then you go into a situation where if it's not, if, if everything's equal, regulation overtime wins, then you look at, at the total wins, and then you'll look at which team pulled more points from the season series. So right now, when you look at it, the Golden Knights have 40 wins. 
the Los Angeles Kings have 38 total wins. And then you also look at regulation overtime wins. And again, the Golden Knights, 32 regulation wins to the LA Kings, 29 regulation wins. So right now, as far as the first three tiebreakers go, if LA and Vegas win the exact same amount of games down the stretch and Vegas wins their game in hand, then the Golden Knights would, in essence, hold those first three tiebreakers. Ah, that's great news. I was not aware of those three tiebreakers, so thank you for clearing that up. We watched Mark Stone today and have no reason to doubt. Of course, we didn't have any reason to doubt about a lot of players who look good on the ice in practice, but we have no reason to doubt that Mark will be there at some point this week. Do you? Well, he again, I don't think you're going to travel if you're not intending to play, right? Like right. At this point in the season, I think especially if you're a player like Mark Stone where rest, is, rest has kind of been the, the preferred rehabilitation of choice, I don't think you're going to put your body through the paces of travel and, and going crossing borders, all that stuff. I, I don't think you're going to do that if you're not intending to play. So my expectation is Mark Stone will be in the Vegas Golden Knights lineup barring a setback over the next three games. When exactly? I don't know. Would I be shocked if he's in the lineup tomorrow? No, not really. Because, again, you don't go on this road trip if you're not intending to play. Yeah, and it would be good to see him get his his skates wet against a team like Vancouver as opposed to one like Calgary. Given the fact that Vancouver's back is to the wall and Calgary's is not, which one of those two games do you think we have a better chance of winning? Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, I, I don't think that either one of them is going to be easy. Like we've seen a, a desperate Vancouver team. So we know exactly what that looks like. And it gave the golden Knights a lot of trouble in the game that they played here. Uh, and then as far as the Calgary flames go, like it, you, if you don't think for a minute that the Calgary flames are looking at that game against the golden Knights, saying flat out, if we win, we can knock this team out of the playoffs. If we win, we can make it so that we don't have to go through the Vegas Golden Knights. If you don't think that that's crossing the minds of the Calgary Flames and Daryl Sutter, uh, I think you're wrong. Like That is a game I think the Calgary Flames are going to be highly, highly motivated to win because it could prevent them from having to play the Golden Knights over the course of a seven-game series in the playoffs where we know what the Golden Knights can do. And just one more thing, we espouse that it would be great to get three points out of this road trip, but the Golden Knights have only had four points from losing a game in overtime. It's tied for the lowest in the entire conference, and it doesn't seem likely that we're going to have an overtime game that we lose. No, I mean, it, it, it's not bearing out because usually when the Golden Knights get to overtime, they win. So you'll, you'll take yeah. the, extra, the extra point in that situation. I, listen, I look at this road trip. There's six possible points. I'm looking for four or five. Oh, like, wow. I, you and Rita need to get together on this one. I, I think that's what you need, right? Like, yeah. Like, y- you want to you make this a situation where you can take advantage of the Los Angeles Kings. And, Mike, thank you for the call. I've been, I've been talking about this nonstop non-stop since the Golden Knights beat Los Angeles last month. It was March 19th on the post-game show. I said, Vegas pulled to within four points of the Los Angeles Kings. That's the team you're chasing. Like, we can look at the wild card. We can look at all those other different scenarios, all those other paths. To me, in that moment, that was the 
clearest path for the Vegas Golden Knights to make the playoffs. It was through the Pacific Division and specifically tracking down a team in Los Angeles that does not have a lot of experience playing meaningful hockey down the stretch and is at that time was banged up and have since been more banged up. So I look at it and I say you know, flat out for me, the Golden Knights have to win more games. Like I, I want eight of these nine. Like I, I want you to go into, into Western Canada and try to run the table on a road trip. Like take advantage of an Edmonton team that's been playing well, but is, is due to falter at some point. Take advantage of a Vancouver team by crushing their spirits and crushing their dreams and making the playoffs. And then go into Calgary and make a statement. Right? Like, if I'm the Golden Knights and I'm looking at this road trip, I look at that Calgary game as a statement game. You want to announce to the Calgary Flames that they do not want to play you in any way, shape, or form in the playoffs because you can go up to Calgary and beat that team. So I look at this road trip. If you, if you can get four points, great. If you can get two out of three, that's great. But if you can push that envelope a little bit more and plant those seeds of doubt, I think that goes a long way for the Vegas Golden Knights, not just to make the playoffs, but to do some damage once they get there. 702-876-1340 is the number broadcasting live here from the Underground Lounge inside the Oil Hotel and Casino. It's your segment. Every single Monday, we start the show off with you and your calls and your questions and your opinions on where you think the Vegas Golden Knights are at right now. Nine games left, and a very clear path is upon the Vegas Golden Knights to somehow make the playoffs. What happens, how it happens, whether it happens, that's all still on the line. But right now, there's a pretty clear path, at least clearer than it was two and a half weeks ago for Vegas. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie number one. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. So um, before anything else, of course, wishing Darren the best and uh, can't wait to have him back soon. Hope that... uh, he has a really easy recovery because, you know, it's just been a season of season of injuries. We lost you earlier. We lost Aaron. Somebody keep Chapman safe. Chapman, what do you have to say to that? Hey, I, I appreciate you looking out for me, Stephanie. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm the only one that's somehow associated with this franchise and this show that Ooh. has not. I so wouldn't, I wouldn't tempt fate there, well, buddy. I, I will say this, you know, I, we went for fall last night for dinner and they give you a little jalapenos on the side. <laughs> and I, I, I decided I was going to try to prepare myself a little bit for my having oh, to no. eat a habanero. I'm not going to survive that. I, I will definitely spend some time on the IR after I are eat you, that are habanero. Are you serious? The jalapeno messed you up? <laughs> no, no. The jalapeno was fine. But okay. I know that, that a habanero is like 10 times hotter, maybe more <laughs> than the jalapeno. So I'm like, oh, no. this is. And you know what's funny? I like sriracha sauce. I put that on stuff. But like the the... the <laughs> But yeah, the jalapeno. I'm like, oh boy, this is this is not going to go well when I have to eat the habanero. Look, uh, I'm pretty sure Darren said at some point he'd rather have his foot run over than eat eat a pepper, and oh. um, I, I, I've got to agree with that one. I'm I, I feel bad for you, Chapman. I hope you survive it. <laughs> um, yeah, he'll be fine. But getting to the actual game, um, it was really a great game. I kind of listened to on and off some of it in between set changes at Megadeth. Thank yep. you guys. It pays off to go down and see you guys at the Oyo. Hey, now we're just we're just telling the people, come on down, say hello. <laughs> you can get to a Vegas Golden Knights game, Vegas Washington, a rematch yes. of the Golden Knights' first and only appearance in the Stanley Cup final. So, uh, yeah, come down, see me, put your name in the hat. What you got, Stephanie? 
you know, just uh, it, it feels it feels good to be getting people back. Um, my mom, uh, my parents were at the game, and my mom, when patches came out onto the ice, absolutely lost her mind. She's like, I mean, my phone was like blowing up. She's like, Pat! So that was really exciting. And then to hear today that Mark Stone was on the ice, is going on the road trip, and is, you know, in, you know, game time decision territory is just really exciting, especially because we're in such a good position to really capitalize on the Kings faltering and, you know, build on that. It's, it's exciting. And, you know, not that I like to wish other people unwell, but <laughs> I do not want the Kings to win. <laughs> so, you know, ho- hopefully everything continues to go well, um, that Mark Stone is able to join the team and, and you know, be on the ice soon. And that we can, you know, just throw more wins up on the board and, and fight this fight till the very end. All right, Stephanie, so you got Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. How many points out of those six do the Golden Knights get on this road trip? Uh, I hope at a minimum four. I would like to see five. <laughs> I, I think that Calgary is going to be really tough, but I, I think that it's, Definitely uh, possible to beat Vancouver after the outing that we had last time. I think they're going to go into that game angry. And between Edmonton and Calgary, I think that both games it is possible to push at least overtime. And if they are able to kind of victimize goaltending in Edmonton, there's a very good chance of uh, pulling out two points there too. Yeah, no, you, great, great call, Stephanie. Thank you for that. I, 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 again, I look at this road trip. It's, it's Vancouver tomorrow. Then you've got Calgary on Thursday and Edmonton. It's an early, it's an afternoon game at 1 o'clock on Saturday. I, I think for the Golden Knights, you need four to six, right? Like, I, I think that's kind of where we're at right now. I look at it, nine games left. You want to try to win at least seven of nine, and I know you're not going to run the table. I just there's too many good teams still left for the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, if you compare the schedule for Vegas and Los Angeles, the Golden Knights do have the more difficult schedule down uh, the final nine games. But I I look at it and say, if you're the Golden Knights, you can get seven and nine. You control your destiny here, especially if you consider the fact that tomorrow it's possible, right? It's possible that Golden Knights on a win and the LA Kings on a loss. They'll pull, even with Los Angeles with a game in hand, there aren't many teams in the world that have uh, played more games than the Vegas Golden Knights, but the Los Angeles Kings tomorrow will be one of those teams. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Steven. Hey, Steven, how you doing? Um, uh, I, I could be a lot better. Um, and that's the purpose for this call of. I'll get through the quick fire stuff. I think four points is an absolute minimum from the road trip. You know, I, I and I, I'm sorry to say, I, I give my best to Darren Millard and I hope that I hope that he's back soon. Um, yeah. You know, I, I can't imagine what it's like to be um, involved in a bike accident and needing to recover that. Um, you know, I, I said at the start of the season. You know, after the Vegas Golden Knights went one and four, that everything was going to work out all right for this team, and it seems like it is. So, you know, there's my membership right there to Positivity Alley. I'll uh, I'll expect that membership in the mail, Darren. Um, <laughs> it might cost you about twenty five dollars in postage, but I'll expect the uh, I'll expect the membership. Actually, it might get cancelled as I detour away from Positivity Alley right about now. Um, 
there's been a lot of incidents over the last month in sport where the LGBTQIA community has come under attack, some of it in hockey, some of it outside of hockey, you know, and I, and I apologise if you were going to get into this in one-timers, but there was an incident over the weekend uh, with an Ontario Hockey League team, um, some of their leadership group uh, in, in front office, had some pretty disgusting messages released from a WhatsApp chat and you know, use of misogynistic language and homophobic slurs and then the apology that was put out by the team didn't even make mention of said homophobic slurs and it was basically the worst non-apology ever. You, you know, I, I look around the league and I see the Pride Nights have become a topic of discussion again amongst certain sections of certain fan bases. You know, the Tampa Bay Lightning recently did their thing, and I reckon at least half the team didn't even bother to go to the effort to put tape on their sticks. Like, it's warm-up, guys. I know hockey players are superstitious and all of that, but it's tape on a stick. And whilst that doesn't mean a lot to certain people, to those who are in or identify as LGBTQIA+, you know, and I'm I'm one of them. I've, if you follow me on Twitter, I make no qualms about identifying as non-binary. That I use they them pronouns. That this is my life, and to me, stuff like that means a lot. You know, when when I saw that the Kraken had released their pride jersey last week, and I saw that it used the colours of the trans flag, you know, that I sat down and cried because that shows greater acceptance of community as a whole as opposed to, ooh, let's just stick a pretty rainbow on something, you know, to, to meet marketing criteria or, you know, I don't know, I, I apologise. Um, I think it was Carolina. It was either Carolina or Philadelphia on their Friday night was still flouting their Chick-fil-A sponsorship. And it's like, you know those two things don't go together, right? Like, I, don't know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I want to believe the marketing slogan of hockey is for everyone, but sometimes it really does just feel like a marketing slogan. And regardless of what happens with the Golden Knights, whether they make the playoffs or they don't, and obviously I want to see them make the playoffs. I love this team, just like every single person listening to this show right now. There's more important things than whether or not this team makes the playoffs. And... I, I guess I just want to put it out to everyone that's listening within hockey, please do your bit to make it better so that people like me, my friends, my family, don't feel like we're not welcome within hockey because I'm not going to lie, it hurts. Yeah. No, I, you know, Stephen, I, I appreciate the call. I, I do 100%. And I, it's it's unfortunate that that there's kind of a situation where you as a hockey fan feel the the way that you do and and there's no denying that that that's the case and and you know when it comes to hockey is for everyone i i i mean i'm right there with you in that you don't want something that is supposed to include a larger group of people to feel like it is performative. You don't want it to feel like it's just there because it is checking a box, because it, it's, it needs to be there. And I, I don't know 
what the answers are moving forward. I don't know what crosses kind of that line between something that that truly feels inclusion inclusionary versus something that feels like it is something that you do because it is something that you do. And, you know, for me, I, I, I look at hockey culture in a lot of different ways. I, I want so desperately for hockey culture to kind of move in that direction. I feel like there have been strides made, but the fact of the matter is when you kind of deal with what has happened, what has come to light this season with, with kind of Kyle Beach and the Chicago Blackhawks, and then you, you start to kind of do a little bit more of that digging. I, I get it. I do. I, I, I just don't know what that looks like and, and how to create an environment or how the NHL goes about creating an environment where everything does feel inclusionary. Because right now, I feel like there's a lot left on the table, and it's all about trying to find and strike that balance and make it so that it doesn't feel performative. Chris Chapman? Yeah, I, I just want to echo those sentiments, and I think – you know, a lot of times, it, it, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you see I, I have a gay flag, a gay pride flag on my, on my profile. And I've I've become an ally to that community through my own personal journey going back many, many years. But I think some of the most hurtful comments I see are when you see the teams do, they, they display their jersey with the, with the gay pride flag or in the case of Seattle with the um, trans flag as well. Yeah. And... The, the hurtful comments are, why, why do we need to do this? Well, we need to do this because of exactly the reason Stephen pointed out. Yeah. It's, it's prevalent, and the, the, the quote-unquote apology from the team that, that, that had this issue is more of a, we're sorry we got caught, as opposed to we're sorry about what we've done. And, yeah, I, I do notice a lot of times... You'll still see the, 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 the banner in the penalty box for the restaurant that Stephen mentioned. And, yeah, it, it doesn't go hand-in-hand hand based on some of the things that that company donates to. I, it, it's like it's just hurtful to see that stuff. And it, and it bothers me personally that in 2022 this is still a major topic because it doesn't need to be. Like if, if you are at that level where you feel that degrading people of the LGBTQ community is something you need to do. You need to get with it because it, it's 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 past the point where this needs to be an issue, and it hurts me when I see those comments. Like, why do we still need to do this? Well, because it's still happening. We still have people discriminating. That's why we need to do this to bring awareness and let people know that we are on their side. We are allies in in this. It shouldn't be a fight, but a lot of times it is. And and you know what. I it, it just it hurts me when I see that it bothers me and you know it, it bothers a lot of people that we still have incidents like this taking place in hockey and other sports you know I commend Adam Silver who's the the um, the head of the NBA he is the commissioner he marches in the New York City Gay Pride Parade yeah. and to me that that says a lot about the NBA and Adam Silver and I think it would be nice if Gary Bettman and some of the other commissioners around sports followed suit because. You can't just have an arbitrary night and then 364 days a year, it's business as usual. If you're on their side and you're on the side of, of the LGBTQ, then you need to be on their side 365 days a year, not just one night a year. 
Yeah, I think that's kind of the main thing, right? It, it's got to extend beyond just a, a, a night where um, you you have a slogan and you, you create a video package, but that's about as deep as it goes. And, and that really is going to need to be a situation where I think there are going to be players in the league that take on a little bit more of a role there. And, and you know, the hope is, and, and I sincerely do hope this, that at some point Stephen can call into this show and say that he feels a part of a community, right? Like he feels a part of, of a hockey watching community that accepts him or accepts, and, and that's kind of the main thing, right? Like I, I think that that's really where where we need to go and, and what we hope for when it comes to kind of opening up this discussion. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out of the phone lines, bring in Don. Hey, Don, how you doing? got to get done. It's the company and the profits. Yep. We take a bid. Uh, I don't know what that is. All right. Well, Don, if you... Don, are you there? Take Jones from uh, Come This Way for the 215. I think he Alrighty. must be on the phone with someone else. I think but... Don's on the phone with somebody yeah. else. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Let's bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Um, I'm doing good, thank you. I hope Darren's doing well. He is as doing far better. As call, it seems like the people with the most hate yell the loudest. I don't understand why they have to hurt other people. But unfortunately, there's just people out there that that that's all they do is find and criticize other people. And that's my piece on that. Mm. I do want to say I did have to go to the DMV the other day, and I am proud to say since I had to get new tags, I now have my VGK tags. Nice. Yes. And um, I say we take all four games. We get Stone and Patches back. Nobody can stop us. You know what? I, I'm with you. I think that for the Golden Knights, you're looking at five or six points on this road trip. That's what I am expecting. That's what I'm hoping for, especially if you get Mark Stone back as early as tomorrow. That's going to be massive. That's going to be massive. So, um, I, like, I'm right there with you, Rita. I think for the Golden Knights to continue to be in a position where they control their own destiny, uh, they've got to really put the points on the board right now, and, and I'm looking at five out of six. Okay, we're going six. I'm telling you, i got to be right, too. But y'all have a good day. All right, thanks so much, Rita. I, I look forward to your call tomorrow night on the postgame show. We have a, a standing uh, appointment every single time. And as Darren mentioned last week, and we're going to lean into it right now, um, and thank you for the call, Rita, you have an open invitation to, one, Positivity Alley, and two, uh, calling the radio station whenever you want to. Rita, if it is, if it is a 7 p.m. on a Tuesday and you want to call in, you call in. It, it, is, it is carte blanche for you, Rita, to call in, and you have that authority and power. And Chris Chapman, whether or not he's at the station, will have to come in and answer the phone call. So it, it doesn't matter what time of day. It doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the night. Rita, you can give us a call anytime. Well, Chapman, what do you think? Was that successful? Yeah, I think for, you know, the, the funny thing is I think Rita should probably be the mayor of Positivity Alley, like Positivity <laughs> Town. Like Rita, I think, could be the mayor of, of Positivity Town. But, you know, some good calls. I, You know, it's funny, though. I think we get a lot more calls when the team isn't playing well. I guess people want to voice their frustration. Sure. But people should call. Look, the team is playing well, and in order to make the playoffs, they're going to have to play well. And I know we're going to get into that a bit in the next segment. But, 
You know, it, it's 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 fun. It's it's Mike. Mike is also right there in Positivity Alley, and and Stephanie, of course. It's like yep. she she's the vice mayor of of Positivity Alley. But uh, great calls, and I just wish we would have gotten a couple more. You know, people uh, like to call in when it's negative, but nobody wants to call in and tell you how great things are. I guess that's just the way we are as a society. We like to poo poo when it when things are going bad, but we don't want to scream and shout when things are going well, unless they go really really well. And I can just say right now that, Stephen, the, the invitation to Positivity Alley will be in the mail. I will make sure that Darren Millard gets to that as soon as he gets back, and you'll have one from me as well. That's going to that's gonna wrap up this one. We'll be back in just a few minutes here from the OYO. It's the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. The BGK Insiders Power Play to the Playoffs here on Fox Sports Las Vegas is being brought to you by the iconic Sahara Las Vegas. All right, here we go. New segment for the stretch drive, the power play to the playoffs. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Listen, we have talked about it over the course of the last couple of weeks now. This is exciting. It doesn't really get much better than this outside of actually being in the playoffs because for the Golden Knights, over the course of the final five weeks, they have had to push, and every single regular season game has meant just that much more because of it. So a couple times a week, we are going to take a look at where the Golden Knights are in their power play to the playoffs. We're going to look at what needs to happen, the games that are coming up for all the teams involved, And we're going to discuss the clearest path for the Vegas Golden Knights to get themselves into the playoffs. Now, we're going to start there, and we're going to start with what happened yesterday. Hey, Chris Chapman, the first 10 minutes of the Los Angeles-Minnesota game, what were you thinking? Oh, boy, here we go. Flurry (laughs) laying an egg against uh, a team that's going to hurt his former team here in Vegas, but... uh, yeah, it, it was not good. What was it? Three goals allowed on five shots. Um, yeah, not 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 exactly the stellar start that I think uh, we wanted to see from from the Wild yesterday. So I put out a tweet when it was three to nothing, Los Angeles. Oh boy, Mark Andre Fleury is not doing the Vegas Golden Knights any favors. And naturally, I think a lot of people looked at that, and if they were not watching the game, they imagined that Mark Andre Fleury was playing lights out, and that he was helping. Uh, the Minnesota Wild in, in a game where Vegas, I guess, needed Minnesota to lose. Uh, that was not the case. Marc-Andre Fleury wasn't doing the Vegas Golden Knights any favors because he was not playing particularly well. As you mentioned, Chris Chapman, three goals on five shots for Los Angeles in the first period. It was a 3 nothing lead. And then all of a sudden, the Minnesota Wild came to play. They scored six unanswered goals and beat Los Angeles 6-3. to Why does that matter? Well, Los Angeles, 86 points on the year in 74 games played. The Golden Knights sit just two points back of Los Angeles with a game in hand. If the Vegas Golden Knights can win that game in hand and then just match Los Angeles down the stretch, then the Golden Knights are going to the playoffs. And and I have contended and I have argued and I have said it over and over and over again. It's becoming a broken record. I never thought the wild card was a legitimate path for the Vegas Golden Knights. I think you look at Nashville and you look at Dallas and you look at the games in hand and the points that they've got over the Vegas Golden Knights, I just don't see that as a viable option. But the Los Angeles Kings, to me, right now, more than ever, make the most sense. What say you? Yeah, and you know, you've been beating that drum for a long time. I know you mentioned it in the first segment as well. And I 
I tend to agree with you, although I still hold out a chance that I don't think Dallas is is, is going to be viable. I do think the, the, the star schedule down the stretch is just a little more favorable for them. However, I still think that there is a possibility that Nashville could crumble down the stretch because I look at the, the schedule that the Nashville Predators have, and it's certainly not easy. Um, you know, it's it's they've got a couple games against Calgary in there. They they have a game against Edmonton, ironically, just a couple days before the Golden Knights play the Edmonton Oilers. So for Edmonton, it's a pretty big stretch because they've got Nashville and Vegas back to back. I'm not on back to back back to back games. The Predators, their schedule is certainly not easy. Although in their in their defense, they have a lot of these games at home, but they've got to play a bunch of playoff teams before. You can comfortably say that they're in. They've got Edmonton. They've got St. Louis. Two games against the Flames. they got to go to Tampa and Colorado. And then they also play the Wild. So of all the teams in consideration here, Nashville, I think, has the toughest road. Although I do agree with you. I still think that the L.A. Kings, especially now that Vegas essentially controls their own destiny, is the path that the Golden Knights are, are, are most likely to make the playoffs from. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I think we, we talked about it last week. We may have talked about it on the air. I don't remember if it was on or off. But, you know, we said Vegas was going to have to go 8-10 and 10 over their final 10. And we, we laid out the five games that they absolutely had to win. And three of the five that we felt they had to win. They've already won one of those games that we felt they had to win. I think nine or, um, 7 and 9 or 7 out of 9 will get the job done. It's going to be real tight, though. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't think both teams run. I don't think Vegas or L.A. run the table. I think L.A. has a game against Colorado coming up, and then it gets a, a lot easier for them. But there's no guarantee with the Kings that, that they're going to beat some of these bad teams that they're supposed to beat. Just like there's no guarantee for Vegas. So okay, okay. it's, well, it's let's, so exciting. Let's, let's, let's investigate that for a minute because the, the Los Angeles Kings schedule down the stretch is an interesting one. They've got Chicago tomorrow. So Chicago on Tuesday, and then they've got a back-to-back with uh, Colorado. So it's Tuesday, Chicago, Wednesday, Colorado, both of those on the road after a really tough loss against the Minnesota Wild. And it's now three losses in a row without picking up any loser points for the Los Angeles Kings. So uh, you look at it, Chicago, not a playoff team, Colorado, best team in the league. And then you've got Columbus, Anaheim, Chicago, Anaheim, Seattle, and Vancouver. So there's legitimately just one playoff team that the Los Angeles Kings have left on their schedule. That's it. Now, when you look at the Golden Knights' schedule over the course of the final uh, nine games, they've got Calgary, Edmonton, Washington, Dallas, and St. Louis. Those are all playoff teams. Yeah. There are no freebies. There are no easy ones for the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I mean, listen, Vancouver, sure. New Jersey, yeah. San Jose, okay. Chicago. So it's about a 50-50 split, but there's no really, there's no denying right now that the LA Kings, their schedule sets up much better down the stretch than the Vegas Golden Knights. But I also look at it and say, if Vegas is getting healthier, and we see no reason to believe that they're not, if Mark Stone's back into the lineup, this team can absolutely go on a run where they get seven of their next nine. Yeah, and, and you look at that schedule, and New Jersey's a game I think you absolutely have to win. Uh, I think tomorrow night against Vancouver is one you absolutely have to win. I think you got to take one out of two in Alberta. I think that's the key right there for Vegas. I, I don't think it matters which one you take because I don't think you're catching Edmonton. So you've got to take at least one out of two there. 
Then you've got New Jersey, Washington, San Jose. Those are games that you probably should win. Look, you you beat the Capitals in D.C. earlier this year. You should beat them again at home, especially if you're fully healthy. The Caps right now are the eighth seed in the East. They're, they're certainly not a great team. I think that's one you, you, you should win. Um, you know, I'm, I, and I look at L.A.'s schedule. I think they're going to lose at Colorado. And I, I think, look, I'm, I'm not going to say that Anaheim is just going to roll over for them. You don't think the Ducks are sitting down there? And you know you know the highway system a little bit better than me, but south of, <laughs> south of L.A., you don't think that team in Anaheim is sitting there saying, you know what, let's be a spoiler so our rivals right to the north that we share a market with don't make the playoffs. I, I, I mean, I would love to see Anaheim take both of those games. I think if they take one, that's certainly a benefit to Vegas. But, yeah, it, it, it's going to be fun. And there's there's certainly no give-me's for the L.A. Kings either. I mean, Seattle Seattle blasted them the last time they played. They beat them 6-1. to one. So it, it's certainly a, a stretch where for both of these teams, it's just super, super tight. And yeah. I don't feel like either team has really any margin for error. Okay, so you saying that leads me into this bit of breaking news that the Los Angeles Kings just put out. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? I am sitting down, yes. Okay, defenseman Drew Doughty underwent successful wrist surgery today and will not return this season. That's some, that's some crushing news for the LA Kings. No Drew Doughty. Understanding that L.A. is leaning heavily on very inexperienced defensemen down this stretch, does that news alter your opinion in any way, shape, or form? Do you feel more confident that the Golden Knights are going to be able to do this? Well, look, L.A.'s been – look, you you, you know, we, we, we can talk about it, and the two teams over their last stretch of games, the Kings have lost five of seven, and one of those wins was a shootout win over Calgary. So they haven't exactly been playing great down the stretch anyway, I think there's going to be a few more losses in this next eight-game stretch, eight game stretch for them than I think we're, we're, we're counting on. Because I don't think Vancouver, last game of the season, is going to roll over for them. And I certainly don't think L.A. or Anaheim is going to roll over. And maybe Chicago has a little pride. Look, they've played really well against Vegas in the, in the two times they've played this year. They've split the season series. Um, so... Uh, you know, it, it's certainly not going to be an easy stretch for, for L.A. either. And you add the the loss of Drew Doughty for the season. I think that's not the news that the Kings wanted to get. I think no, they it, probably now, it, now the guys on the team probably knew it was coming, but it's still demoralizing. Yeah, it's it's a tough pill, I think, for the Los Angeles Kings. And, you know, now you're just going to need everybody to pull on the same rope. And, and for the Los Angeles Kings, again, one playoff team left on their schedule, but down their best defenseman, not just for the regular season, but also in the playoffs. So that's really tough for Los Angeles, but it's an opportunity for the Golden Knights to do some damage here. Uh, when I look at this three-game road trip, I look at Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. You can make Calgary a statement game. You can make Edmonton a statement game, but you have to. You have to get Vancouver tomorrow on Tuesday that's going to need to be a win for the Vegas Golden Knights. And that concludes the first installment of the Power Play to the Playoffs. That was the BGK Insiders Power Play to the Playoffs, brought to you by the iconic Sahara Las Vegas, here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. 
chance to shoot for Stevenson centered. Eichel scores! It's time for the play of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Play of the day, always a fun one, especially when we can pull from a Vegas Golden Knights win. And he was back into the lineup and right onto the score sheet with the game-winning goal. It's Max Pacioretty making it 2 to nothing. Pacioretty to the point for a McNabb drive. That misses the net. Goes into the far corner. Now another chance. Score! Stevenson finds Pacioretty. 2 nothing Vegas. Out of the right wing corner. Pacioretty is back on the ice and back on the board. His 16th goal, his 30th point in his 30th game of the season. So Max Pacioretty scoring at about a half uh, a half a goal a game clip. So you know what you're getting out of Pacioretty. It, it was good to see him back on the ice, and he was impactful and effective. And I think that's kind of the big thing that I took out of that game. Yeah, first game back. Yeah, you're running on adrenaline for sure. But getting an extra day off for Max Pacioretty before going into his second game back from injury I think is going to be huge. And you saw the boost that the Golden Knights got just from getting Max Pacioretty back. Chris Chapman, can you imagine what it's going to be like when Mark Stone takes the ice for the first time in quite a while? Yeah, and it's funny about Pacioretty, too, real quick, because you look at what he brings to this team, and, and I know there's people who, who will discount it, but the guy's the fourth-leading scorer on the team in terms of goals, yep. and he's only played 30 games. Right. He's, he's, he's legitimately two goals behind Evgeny Dodonov for second on the team. So adding him back to the lineup obviously provides a much-needed punch in terms of a guy who can put the puck in the net. Look, if, if, if you get Mark Stone back, especially on this road trip, it's going to be not just a, a boost on the ice because we know how good Mark Stone is as a player, but a huge boost mentally and in the locker room because you, you get your leader back. You get the heart and soul of your franchise back, the guy who wears the C on his chest, the guy who... When, when, when the team scores, it doesn't matter where he is, if he's on the bench or if he's on the ice, he's celebrating like that goal just won the Stanley Cup. I can't even imagine what's going through the minds of these guys knowing that it's, I mean, I don't know how likely, but I'd say it's kind of likely that you're going to see him back on the ice on this road trip. Yeah, we'll get into some commentary uh, earlier today from Pete DeBoer. We've got... Game ratings, everyone's favorite segment. I know it's mine, especially because Chris Chapman's going to have to eat a, hob eat a habanero at some point here soon. Uh, Nova Home Loans game ratings coming up on the other side of the break. We've got morning skate audio, plenty to get to from Pete DeBoer, his press conference earlier today. All that coming up in hour number two right here on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.